Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, John Cobell show on demand. Also on the iHeart app. And, you know, we're only a week away from uh, taking the show down, appearing live at the uh, Honda Center in Anaheim. Not on stage. We're going to be in the parking lot. But it's going to be the best parking lot show. We're going to be uh, collecting signatures. On the uh, referendum that will fix Prop 47, that will do a massive rewrite on it. And we are going to be in lot four of the Honda Center uh, from 1 to 4 o'clock a week from today, February 22nd. All right, you got that? Uh, you can sign the petitions anytime from 1 until 6. And it doesn't matter if you're in Orange County, L.A. County. San Bernardino, Riverside, Ventura, San Diego County. You want to take a nice ride to come see us, we'll be there. And we'll have the appropriate petition for your county. And we're asking everybody to take the Ball Road exit, go east to Phoenix Club Road, and turn towards the Honda Center. And the entrance is from Ball Road. 
All right, Ball Road entrance. That's the only way to access the Honda Center parking lot that, that day, lot four. Uh, we're going to do the show live. We'll, we'll talk to you if, if, uh, if uh, you're interested. Can't talk to everybody on the air, but we'll, we'll talk, to, uh, talk to some people. And, uh, but the signature gathering is the biggest thing. And Todd Spitzer is going to come on at 3 o'clock to explain all that. Uh, weird thing happened today in Wilmington. And uh, nine, uh, nine firefighters got hurt uh, too critically. And a natural gas cylinder exploded on a semi-truck in Wilmington. Chris Adler is on the case there. Chris. Hey, John, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so, yeah, John, it was pretty crazy. There were 10 firefighters that responded, and as they were working to put that fire out on that semi, one of the 100-gallon tanks, this this semi had two 100-gallon tanks uh fixed on the side of this big rig. One of them exploded as the firefighters were responding, blowing some of them back. Now, two of them have been critically injured. Two of them were rushed to Harbor UCLA Medical Center, five others being treated. Um, we just wrapped up a press conference with LA Fire Mayor Karen Bass, the doctor who treated the firefighters in the trauma center, and LA Fire Chief Kristen Crowley was very somber. She says, this is the kind of call that firefighters never want to receive. Again, I'm reminded of their professionalism and what they do every single day. Now, this incident is an opportunity for all of us to remember the commitment of our firefighters and other public safety workers who make that sacrifice each and every day as well as put others before themselves. And John, the, we're told that it was a female driver, a female adult driver of this big rig. She said she noticed something was wrong. She called 911. That's when the fire crews came out. Um, we were also told by LA Fire that that second tank that we spoke about is still leaking gas. I spoke with um, LA Fire Captain Eric Scott. He says that gas will continue to, to leak. It will come out. There's no threat to the public. There's no threat to people living nearby, but that tank will have to run its course and, and they are monitoring it and standing by just in case anything happens with that john how close were the firefighters to the truck were, when it exploded they were right on scene right on top right of the on truck. top of it yeah right on top of it and um so the this the uh the burns are so severe that one of the firefighters had to be airlifted to la general hospital for further treatment continued treatment as Kristen crowley said she took a look at their face and she said it's something that she will never forget seeing. oh my god that's uh, terrible yeah, and so it was, you know, and our Will Kohlschreiber actually posted a video that was caught on a ring camera in live, um, in in real time, where you can see that explosion. It was very big. Um, and so these firefighters, you know, these two that are critically injured, they have been stabilized, but there's no doubt that these injuries are very severe. Did, did they know there were natural gas canisters on board? That's not clear. Because um, if they were that close to get that badly burned, uh, right. And I, so, I wondered, you know, is, that, John, is that the normal protocol to approach a situation like that? Well, when we, we were told that when the firefighters responded, they were they were coming out to what they thought was a routine truck fire. So it's unclear whether they knew exactly what they were walking into, but the explosion happened so fast that there was no time for them to back up. They had no idea that oh, that yeah. was going to explode. Yeah, I just wonder if they realized how much natural gas was uh, was on board that thing. Right, and... Um, 
LA City Fire says that they, you know, they had to they had to quarter off the area. They had to keep the public about 500 feet away in case that second tank blew. You know, with that other one uh, exploding, catching fire, there's it wasn't clear why it caught fire, but they are still monitoring that second one, keeping the public out of the area in case that second one decided to blow as well. But again, it's it's not clear what caused that fire. But what was interesting, John, was that you know these these big rigs, a lot of them operate on diesel fuel, but this one being in the harbor and operating in the harbor and being a green harbor as it's you know been coined this one was pressurized natural gas so it's you know normally they do have diesel fuel right all right it was, it was so the, the the truck was running on the natural gas yeah it was right. actually part of its fuel system i see so it wasn't just carrying the natural gas it actually it was it running to, yeah in yeah. you know these trucks that run in the harbor as part of the harbor's green approach you know, I, green emissions. I just wonder if they if they if they knew what they were getting into. Uh, you know, did the did the truck driver did she tell well, you she, know anybody what what, you know, what what this truck was was carrying? It's weird. Well, I'm I'm assuming that she did because when she called she called nine one and she told him that something was off, something was happening. She was able to escape the the truck before anything happened, so she did not get injured herself. So, um, you know, but again, in that video, there even if they did know. There was no time for them to react. All right, Chris, thanks very much. Thanks, Sean. Chris Adler, KFI News. Uh, and you had uh, nine firefighters injured, two of them critically, uh, apparently severely, uh, when this uh, gas carrying natural gas cylinders and the truck was running on natural gas uh, blew up. Big explosion. And uh, uh, two really badly Injured firefighters. Really, really sad case. Uh, we come back. We're going to give away $1,000. And uh, you remember that defund the police era? You remember the era when Eric Garcetti and the police chief Michael Moore were taking a knee in front of the uh, protesters, uh, the people who were terrorizing that Jewish neighborhood on Fairfax during the George Floyd protest? Remember that, that whole era? And everybody wanted to dismantle the police department. Well, you know, they, they did a lot of uh, permanent damage because uh, Karen Bass can't find men and women who want to be LAPD officers very much. And LAPD is way short of manpower. Uh, we'll tell you all about this fiasco, entirely self-inflicted by the idiots that run the city. Coming up. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. All right, coming up in... Uh, in about uh, 15 minutes after Deborah's news, this story just makes me crazy here. The L.A. Grand Hotel uh, has been uh, has been given. Well, there's an Academy of Media Arts that is doing uh, running a school inside the L.A. Grand Hotel. And it's an important school. It's a private one. And it's about 50 ninth through 12th graders. Most of them from poor black and Latino families, and uh, they study media arts. And now the school's closed. It's closed because the homeless took over the L.A. Grand Hotel. Uh, this is from the city. This is Karen Bass's Los Angeles here. And it's like so behavior of the homeless, you know, and these are mental patients and drug addicts, is so outrageous that the owner, the founder of the school, Dana Hammond, um, has to uh, has to close the school down. 
So the kids, the kids are out of luck. I don't know where they're going to go to school or what Dana Hammond's going to do. But um, this, this is what it's, this is what it's like when they prattle on about uh, the inequities, the racial disparity, the inequities between uh, the poor and the wealthy. This is what the city does. It, 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 it's, it sends vagrants into a hotel where a private school is located. And because the drug addicts and the mental patients act badly, it's the students who have to leave. Like, they haven't had a difficult enough life so far. Get to him coming up. Uh, here, here's a, here's a, there's a lot, still a lot of fallout from, from 2020, you know, which was the COVID era. That, that's, and was also defund the police and George Floyd. It, it was just mass insanity in so many different ways. And, and somehow it got to the heads of the idiots who run government that we didn't need police departments anymore. And we could denigrate and insult and destroy the morale of the existing police. And a lot of police just left. Um, in 2019, which was the last full year before the insanity, LAPD had 10,000 officers. Now it's got, well, now it's, they're hoping to get to 8,900. They don't know. That's a projection. So many officers have quit because they were treated so badly. You know, it started with being ordered to allow the rioting to go on, especially in the Fairfax district. All those businesses, Jewish businesses, not coincidentally, uh, were burned. There were 88 businesses vandalized or destroyed or burned. 88 in a Jewish neighborhood. And uh, Garcetti and the police chief, if you remember, Michael Moore, watched. And the police were under orders to stand back, hands off. And then we watched uh, Garcetti and Michael Moore take a knee and genuflect towards the protesters, offering a worshipful stance to indicate what side they were on. They weren't on the side of the police. More importantly, they weren't on the side of the business owners and the residents in the neighborhood. They were on the side of the terrorists and the vandals. And ever since then, a lot of cops have just gotten the hell out. You don't blame them. Um, and and they, they, they thought they could get up, you know, to, to hire enough officers that by the end of this budget year, they'd be at 9,500. But they would have to hire almost a thousand, and shockingly, men and women aren't showing up. the The uh, recruitment classes are pretty small because who wants to deal with this? There's a whole undercurrent of if we have any problems with you, uh, you're going to get uh, disciplined. You might get fired. You might get charged with a crime. You might have your life turned inside out. Uh, you'll be uh, end, the subject of endless vitriol from all the progressives and left-wing lunatic groups. Who wants to sign up for that? There are plenty of jobs in the world. You don't have to be a police officer. It used to be a prestigious thing that you were protecting the public, that you're, you were potentially sacrificing your life, putting yourself in danger. But they, everybody found out there was something worse than being put physically in danger is you would have your... Life destroyed. You wouldn't be able to function in society anymore. 
after all the left-wing politicians and activist groups got done with you. And that was the reason that a lot of them quit, retired, don't, don't want to apply for the job to begin with. And now they don't think uh, they're going to get anywhere near their goals. Uh, again, in the El Segundo Socialist Times, only the socialist uh, communist council members are being quoted. Hugo Soto Martinez, who would, who would like to you know, destroy the entire police department if he could with his bare hands. And now he's saying, I don't think 9,500 is realistic. We can't be in denial about this. It is not realistic. And it's not realistic because people who are entering the workforce do not want to be police officers. Right. Because Soto Martinez and his crowd did everything they could to demonize the police and make them the objects of scorn and derision. So mission accomplished. Mission accomplished, uh, Hugo Soto Martinez. Good work on that. Nithya Raman. It's the same crowd over and over. These are people who belong to the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. This is becoming rapidly a powerful political party in Los Angeles. These aren't Democrats. Uh, they call themselves Democratic Socialists. They're really communists. And they're anti-police, anti-prison, anti-the whole justice system. And they're the ones who, who the, the L.A. Times writer here, David Zanheiser, can't wait to quote at length. Uh, she was against the police contract because they started offering more money and more benefits to try to get more people to sign. But there's still not that many takers. And they say, no, 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 we shouldn't spend this money. It's going to bust the budget. Th these are the same people who, who do nothing to clean up the homelessness in their neighborhoods. I mean, we, we told you what, in fact, we'll get to that story later. In Hugo Soto Martinez's district, there's a recording studio uh, that may close, a famous one, Sunset Sounds, because all the homeless there makes doing business impossible. In fact, there's a story today that somebody came in and uh, defecated on a drum set. And that's one of the reasons the owner wants to get out. And Nithya Raman, well, she's famous for allowing a homeless encampment complete with gang members selling drugs and guns out of the tents in front of a school right in front of the school not a hundred feet away right in front of the school and this is who's governing la and then they're going wow gee it looks like nobody wants to be a cop hey let's not pay them anyway all right, all right. All right. we come back uh latest atrocity the la grand hotel uh, housed up until this moment, the Academy of Media Arts, and instead the city let in uh, lots of homeless people into the L.A. Grand Hotel, and now the homeless behavior is driving the school into closing. And we'll have the founder, Dana Hammond, on um, to talk about this situation. It's really, it's, it's, it's 59th through 12th graders, low-income black and Latino families. This is what happened. This is Karen Bass's Los Angeles, right? Can't find any cops to hire. You're driving a private school for poor children uh, at a business. And uh, homeless people rule. They take a dump on the drum set at Sunset Sounds, and they help close down the school. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. 
They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, John Cobalt show on demand here on the iHeart app. Uh, coming up after uh, 2 o'clock, uh, we're going to talk Brad Garrett from ABC News. What caused the mass shooting in Kansas City? Who did it and why? It's, uh, not a whole lot of details have uh, come out in the last uh, 24 hours on how that shooting developed and what was the uh, motivation here. 
we will talk with Brad Garrett to see what the latest uh, the latest information and theories are. Uh, but first, I want to talk. Uh, I, you, you've got it. You've got to hear this story because this says everything about the uh, L.A. city government, and it includes uh, more corruption involving uh, those uh, Chinese real estate companies too. That'll be on the back end of the story. But on the front end here is Dana Hammond. He is the founder of the Academy of Media Arts. And uh, he had 50 ninth through 12th graders, mostly from low-income black and Latino families. Uh, he, was having, he had a private high school uh, teaching media arts. Uh, and uh, this, this school is now closed. He'd gotten space at the L.A. Grand Hotel. Uh, unfortunately... Karen Bass's Inside Safe program for the vagrants, well, that took precedent. Uh, the homeless took over the hotel in all their glory, all their drug addiction and mental illness. And there was so much bizarre behavior that Hammond had to, uh, had to close the school down and, and get out of there so that uh, nobody was going to get killed. Let's talk to Dana Hammond now about the situation. Dana, welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for speaking so candidly. And, you know, this is not anything sensationalized. This is the reality of what we've been dealing with for two years. And the reality is we're not an enemy of the homeless community. We understand the challenges in L.A. However, you know, we can't put a homeless shelter in the same building as a school. So the question we've been trying to uh, synthesize is, how is Mayor Bass continuing to pay a wanted fugitive of the U.S. over a million dollars a month to house the homeless with taxpayers' money at the L.A. Grand? And uh, it took me 20 years to build this school, and we have a state-of-the-art facility. And the, the previous school that was here was an international Chinese boarding school. So we have black and brown kids who were able to experience. They spent $10 million of build-out. We have a state-of-the-art uh, kitchen, culinary program. It looks like a college in here, a sound stage. And this is what the Chinese students were experiencing. And in COVID, they had to leave because of the pandemic. They went back to their countries. And we were able to find this space because we outgrew our six-room church. And it's, I'm don't, I cannot synthesize coming from foster care. I, I'm from South LA. You know, you have Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre, people building schools and, you know, everyone has a school now and that's, that's great. Uh, but this is homegrown in the city of LA that I'm from foster care, music saved my life. And I designed a project-based learning curriculum that will provide pathways into the future work industries. And we have an amazing facility that we were able to, uh, 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 uh uh, deliver our innovative uh, project-based learning curriculum, and it just got taken away from us because of the homeless epidemic here, uh, pandemic, epidemic series, whatever you want to call it, here in Los Angeles, and it's hurtful. It's hurtful. All right, I want to reference something you said early on. Uh, the hotel's owned by a Chinese billionaire, Wei Huang, and his real estate company yes. is Shen Zhen New World One, and Huang was found guilty of fraud and bribery in connection with Councilman Jose Huizar, who's, who's going to federal prison over these charges. Shen Zhen was fined $4 million. Wang, the billionaire, uh, left the country. He fled the country and is considered a fugitive. 
Uh, but and I guess the the it, Karen Bass and the Inside Safe program was paying him a lot of money to take to take the homeless in. It's not just a lot of money. He's a known fugitive. When we signed our lease, this back it up. Project Room Key was existence. We were told by Russ Cox, who is the representative for the ownership of the hotel, that Project Room Key would be leaving. We told our parents that when we got here, it was some of everything going on. But we signed a lease with the understanding it would be gone when our lease commenced August 1, 2022. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. Continued extensions. And Russ Cox, we have emails. He stated that he preferred a shelter to stay because of the money. $1.5 million a month, over a million a month. And that totally killed our enrollment over time that left us with 50 kids. You know, to enter a deal like this, you have to have the revenue to afford it. And we did, based on our growth, we outgrew a six-room church. And it's just a question of what is the city of Mirabass sending that crime does pay? Like, you're yeah. paying a fugitive. Yeah. This, you, had, a criminal. you had 250 kids, and now you're down to 50 just because the conditions were so intolerable at, at the hotel. I mean... 100, like on Jay, I mean, we've had several intruders. And so this is what, it's a David and Goliath story. So what the city has done is they, we had weekly meetings and none of the solution worked. They said, oh, we'll give you a walkie talkie to talk with our security. Oh, we, we had paid for a gate. So they paid for half of the gate for us, which is an admission that there's a problem uh, with the, the safety issue. They saw the urine bottles. They saw the needles on our campus, the crack pipes on our campus, the residents opening the hotel doors and throwing out bottles and, 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 and drug paraphernalia. There's nudity in the back of our school. And during the school day, individuals just exposing themselves, uh, making threats to our security guards, attacking our security guards. And, you know, it was just a weekly meeting to check the box. And we, we, we played, you know, we, we tried and we, we had, we consistently asked for a meeting with the mayor and what, and we didn't get it except we were talking to interns. Oh, oh, we oh wait, wait, interns. Karen Bass never met with you, huh? You talked with interns. Never met with me. That's no, respectful. I was meeting with interns. So I, I just recused myself from the meeting. We became, you know, like the problem because we were just reporting out. So what you saw in LA times, we gave LA times, we have a police report from January the 10th, an intruder, another of the 12, 15 intruder, came in our campus high on LSD drugs. You know, as the founder of the CEO of the school, I cannot allow these types of things to happen, knowing that the solutions that we tried, I tried to find solutions that didn't work, so I had to get our kids out of here. So the message is, what is the city sending to black and brown students? If these were the Chinese students that was here, this would not be happening. And I echo council member Kevin DeLeon, who's been supportive, that he's very clear that black and brown students from Watts, Inglewood, and South L.A., if this was any other ethnic, you know, ethnicity group, we would not be having to close our school, which is 20 years of work. And let me just add this. There is a solution. Kevin DeLeon has a solution for tiny homes. There's a tiny home solution spearheaded by his, by his office at a fraction of the cost that has proven success. And, you know, but yet you continue to pay a fugitive, and it's, well, it's, it's a David and Goliath story. I know they, they've given this convicted fugitive's company $25 million 
to house the homeless since you opened the academy at the hotel. 100%. That I mean, criminal got $25 million. You got a busted business. And the kids are, can't go to school. Listen, we just had kids come to our campus. So, mind you, I have a 20-year lease. So I'm coming to work every day in this 52,000 square feet of space by myself because we have to go if everything is in litigation. We have scholars come to our campus after school to get help with college admissions. Our scholars did not want to leave our campus. The 50 that we did have, they did not want to leave. And it's just heartbreaking. This is no political play. This is real, real world, real life experience of the small organization being bullied by the city of Los Angeles and the Chinese billionaire. And I, I'm not scared. You know, it's, 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 I'm from South L.A. I was in and out of foster care. Music saved my life. I went to college. I worked as an industry professional in high school doing sessions, playing drums, playing piano. And we built a career development uh, focused school to ensure and well, be preventative so our students won't experience homelessness. You're the kind of person and you're running the kind of program that all these politicians would claim is, is, is to be uh, applauded and you, you should be lauded and they would stand behind you. I'm sure they'd do a press conference praising you. But when it came down to giving you a safe home for your students, they completely failed and they rewarded the homeless people and they rewarded this this fugitive criminal billionaire. One hundred percent. And it it, it 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 sounds like a movie. And I and I'm telling you, if any when even our donors, when they come and see our space, it looks exactly like a college. This is a movement that we started that literally got it snatched away from us. We were planning to expand into uh, more than one school. Um, we were expanding, we were planning to build a boarding school for black and brown kids and introducing them to mixing with international students. Students from New York, imagine this, a boarding school in, in the heart of Third and Figueroa, in the heart of LA, providing exposure for our students that they, that they could compete at the global level. I mean, we're seeing in the, in, the, in, in the paper of how they're rewriting the laws and uh, ma making the corrections on redlining for real estate. This was an educational equity. We see what's going on with LAUSD and removing Prop 39 from all of the other charter schools, removing our families from having choice. I'm no politician. I am a passionate, visionary CEO yeah. that have that that we we accomplished this as a community. But we see the inequities, and you're 100 percent right. What I was told was the reason why we need diversity, equity, inclusion is because I'm a black man that serves black and brown students that has a state-of-the-art facility and was told to be quiet and shut up as we pay the future. Yeah. Dana, I have to go. We got to do the news. I thank you for coming on and keep in touch with us as, as things sure. continue. All right. Because this is not the last chapter here. Uh, it's not. All right. Thank you. And thank, thank you. And thank you for spreading the word on what we're dealing with. Sure thing, Dana. Dana Hammond. And he's the founder of the Academy of Media Arts. We've got more, more to say about this because you wouldn't believe the details as to what's been going on in the L.A. Grand Hotel and how much money this this criminal Chinese billionaire who is convicted of bribing an L.A. city councilman. This is who the city's involved with. This is who Karen Bass is rewarding. She's rewarding the crazy homeless people and drug addicts. And she's rewarding the convicted Chinese billionaire and his company. And these kids are out in the street. They don't have a school to go to.
What a, I mean, what a bunch of phonies. What a bunch of phonies, everybody in L.A. city government, huh? That's what he said. They're always preaching about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Here's something that addresses all those issues. And what are they doing? You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. My head is still spinning. My head is, is, you know, sometimes you think you've seen it all, you've read it all, you've heard it all. And Dana Hammond, we just finished speaking with. Uh, he's a black man who uh, is trying to run the Academy of Media Arts. And he's got 50 students. He had 250, but uh, it was down to 50 because he had taken space in the former L.A. Grand Hotel. And then the city moved in a large number of homeless people. And the thing is about this inside, stupid inside safe program that Karen Bass is promoting and that everybody praises her for. Oh, it's not wonderful. They're inside and they're safe. They're inside, but everybody else isn't safe. In fact, the homeless aren't safe in there. If you heard Dana, well, anyway, the, the, the homeless totally took over the hotel and Dana had to close his school. And it's all black and Hispanic students and uh, ninth through 12th grade, 50 students. They're going to study media arts. You heard, uh, you know, how, how extensive the program was uh, and, the, and the resources they had. Uh, it, it seems like a great thing, right? This is what uh, all these idiot politicians preach about. Here are some of the incidents in reports compiled by school security that the El Segundo Times looked at. Uh Involving hotels, the hotel residents, because in El Segundo Times speak, you can't call them drug addicted mental patient vagrants. They're the hotel residents. Uh, a man threatening to fight the security guard outside the gate. A woman exposing herself to students at 930 in the morning. Another woman lying completely naked behind the school. And then she threatened to shoot and stab a security officer when when she was confronted. Then a man who broke into the school through the back of it. And Dana Hammond said, the students' are, lives are in danger here. Because, you know, these lunatics, God knows what they're on. Uh, LSD, meth, PCP, fentanyl, heroin. And the really galling part is, and this is like the second day in a row we're discussing this again. Jose Wizar, the corrupt councilman who's going to federal prison over his bribery crimes, well, his partner in this was a Chinese billionaire named Wei Wang. Wei Wang was also convicted of bribery and fraud in the Weizar case. Weizar went to prison. Wang fled the country. And he's considered a fugitive, but no one's going to see him again. The thing is, he's still running his real estate company, Shen Zhen. And Shen Zhen owns the LA Grand Hotel. And Karen Bass is giving him... Millions and millions of dollars to take in the vagrants. Karen Bass is paying the guy who was involved in the bribery scandal with Jose Weizar and fled the country to avoid prison. But our tax money is going to him. In fact, you live in L.A. City. $25 million of our tax money went to Shenzhen. $25 million to take in the homeless people who are insane. I, they found drug paraphernalia on campus. Uh, they, they found tenants inside the trash bins. The tenants were living in the trash bins.
Human poop on the sidewalk. Smell of urine across campus. Outburst from inside safe tenants. This is the inside safe program that Bass is constantly promoting and given and given applause from the idiots in the media. Holy, this is Project Room Key. It, it, it's connected to that. So this poor guy, this poor guy is screwed over Dana Hammond, who's trying to help the poor uh, black and Hispanic kids. Meantime, the Chinese billionaire who is bribing Jose Weizar, he's back in China taking in tens of millions of dollars in our tax money. And the vagrants are running loose inside the L.A. Grand Hotel, high and whacked out on every kind of drug imaginable, throwing their liquor bottles around. Go ahead. Tell me how it would become more insane. And tell me why Karen Bass doesn't get any flack for this. Why isn't she held responsible for this? Because she, you know, she's really sweet looking and she smiles a lot. Yeah, doesn't she have a nice smile? Wow. I'm not going to let that story go. We're going to keep on top of that. I'll tell you. All right. Coming up after uh, two o'clock, uh, Brad Garrett. What caused this this uh, shooting in Kansas City? Who did it and why they did it? It's uh, not been easy to get many details in the last 24 hours. And we'll talk to Brad Garrett from ABC News. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.